Hello and welcome to the Rum Recordings Volume 3. Hello, hello. <laughs> and let's welcome our residential historian JG Wood in the house. Thank you very much, much CM Morrison. It's good to have you here. Pleasure to be here. Um, a bit of frustration, listeners, as we have spent four fucking motherfucking hours recording a really brilliant episode for you, and it being lost, yeah. uh, we plan not to lose this one. So Absolutely. Uh, there will be a bit of frustration in this. We're going to keep it concise. We're going to keep it to a absolutely. tight schedule because we're scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, absolutely. I, I apologise as well because maybe... We paused it too many times or something. It caused a bit of a glitch. I don't know. Recording. We're, u- we're using inferior hardware. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because we... It was good. We had so many good things out there and it's, it's lost. Okay. But um, our, our time is limited and you're here and I'm here. Yep. And Let's do it. There's been enough been an, enough pause, so let's get into it, please. The, uh, the band we just, we just uh, promoted. That that piece of beautiful music. Indeed. Can you tell us a bit about it, John? So, uh, Electric Sex Pants, I believe, is the name of the band, and they were playing a gig at the Crown and Anchor Hotel on the tenth, uh, I believe. Uh, at ten a- ten a.m. on the next uh, weekend from here, so it's the second. So I assume that the next date will be the ninth. The ninth. Sorry, not the ne- not the tenth. So, yes. so they're playing on the, on the 9th at the Crown Anchor, 10am, and they'll be supporting uh, two other bands, I believe. Yes, two other bands, which I'll, I will endeavour to pull up right okay. now. Okay, so for those of you that are not Adelaide listeners, you're outside of the the realm of South Australia, and Australia in general, uh, the Crown Anchor is a is quite an interesting pub. It's a, um, how can I put it? It's crossy. <laughs> it's uh, in a good way. It's a it's a bit dingy. Yeah, it's a, cheap. It's a, in a good way. It's a bit of a grind. It's a bit yep. of a you know. It's a uni pub. It's closely associated with the Exeter Hotel, which is another uni pub for for this uh, university hotel. Just stone throws away from the Cranker. Cranker for sure. I should explain. Uni means university in Australia. It's an abbreviation. You are assuming that people from other countries are listening to this. I love that. I love that you are accommodating everybody. I think I think people from the United States might be interested in what you we're are a worldly man, and that makes sense because no, no, in the good way because you you unlike myself have travelled the world. A certain percentage of the world. Oh, you know exactly. I've been to, I've been to, New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand is a great place. So essentially, three percent of the world. Well, maybe that's one percent. Okay. You look, if you look at I don't know. Hey, Australia. come on. Uh, maybe I've I've visited three percent of the world. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my my uh, yeah. No, you know what? I haven't visited enough, and I'm looking at the, this map, this beautiful map you have on the wall mm. of the world, of the wall of the world, and of the world. And I haven't seen enough. I mean, I'm looking at this globe. Yeah. And can I? Sorry, can I just intervene yes, and just quickly go back to um, um, you were talking about electric sex pants. They are yes. playing uh, on the ninth of uh, the next weekend, Saturday, uh, with not just themselves, but with The Toss. The Toss? That indeed. sounds wholesome. And uh, uh, Bloodstone Villains. Indeed. 
I believe Electric Sex Pants are scheduled to play at 10 a.m. $10 yep. entry. Get yourself there. It's money worth spent. Uh, if, if you want Only to just for Electric Sex Pants to watch the uh, lovely Nikki Garland, the lead singer, rock her shit out. Absolutely. I with think, the rest of the I think dudes. all three bands will put on a good show and if you want to rock out, do it. Yep. Take your okay. pants off, put your sock on your cock, go for it. Swing it about. Fantastic. That's what I would do. Let's move on. Yes. Okay, well, hey, good to have you back. It's Thank been a while. Man. Thank you. And, yes, um, fuck. Let's not, fuck. Let's fuck. Not, let's not dwell on what we did it's before. It's not dwell on the past, but please, let's give a, let's give a solemn fuck for the last four hours past. Yeah. And for, um, stories I'm, lost. Because you, you, sir... You said we're brilliant. Thank can you. Can I say? I I feel that we've lost something special because you were, you were talking about a whole s- bunch of stuff. A yeah, whole, yeah. A that lot. will that we we will get to another time. You know that, what? That's really fodder for more episodes. I think so, and yeah, I think we should have a, an, an episode about DNA because yeah, Chris had uh, sorry CM had some interesting results about himself that we need to talk about. Yes, I had a I had a, a DNA test yep. recently, and we did share it on the previous recording. But I think we'll save that for next time. Okay, so tonight we're going to talk about the city of Carthage. City of Carthage, but before we get there, let's start with in the news. In the news, Tell in the news. news. Okay, so I'm just going to, unlike last recording where I pointed out three, we're just going to point out one. This week has been really important in Australia. It's been. Uh, Reconciliation Week. Would you yeah. like to talk to us a bit about that? Sure. So, it's important that we recognise the wrongs of the past and... Contact, give, give us time of wrongs through who and what. Okay. So, our... How can I put this? The Indigenous custodians of this country uh, have been through a lot and we are trying trying desperately to uh, to make up for those wrongs um, and this week is part of that that process we try and identify what we've done done to our indigenous custodians and that's primarily what, what this is about man like you know it will reconciliate when we think of the word reconciliation there's a there's this idea of coming together and cl- and our country has thousands plus years of indigenous occupation and in the last 250 has been taken control of from a European persuasion and it hasn't been nice, it hasn't been kind, it's been completely horrible and terrible and uh, we are as an intelligent society in the new world coming to realize how horrible that is and trying sure. to make amends through one recognizing that there's this wonderful history that belongs to everybody and that it should, it should be acknowledged along with that culture and all the stories and to that it's not enough to pretend it doesn't exist it's uh why reconciliation week has had the the um the subtitle of uh don't let history be a mystery because a lot of Australians, well-meaning or not, uh, don't realise that there's this rich undercurrent of history and culture 
beneath them because they've lived in a very secular or, or very uh, superficial uh, bubble of existence. There's, you know, we all walk upon sacred land and it's our responsibility to find out what that means. That's been a, a real big purpose of our social media uh, in the last week is to promote um, how important it is to know your history. And that's, for me, yeah. um, what our podcast is about, how, what our, our, our show is about, is celebrating and recognising the importance of history. Sure. And none is more important than the history of the country in which we are upon. And so to understand where we are, we have to know where we're from, regardless of where we ascended from. It's all part of it. It's all part of understanding history. It's all part of understanding who we are. So Even acknowledging what, was, what happened in the past is, is what history is all about. Hmm. Okay. And our catchphrase is if you don't know your history, you don't know shit. So you gotta know your history. You gotta know your shit. Indeed. And and through respecting where you're from, you know where you're going. Hopefully. Okay, so I mentioned uh, I mentioned in the previous podcast that if you if you're interested, uh, perhaps check out a movie called Rubber Proof Fence. Uh, it gives you a nice Fantastic movie. Insight into what was done in the past in Australia. And um, I think it's worth a look. Excellent. So let's move on. Yep. We've been promising for so long <laughs> a nutshell. A nutshell of Carthage. Ancient Carthage. Indeed. The thing that uh, <coughs> congealed our friendship to a yes, certain extent right. when it we first met. It was you, the uh, and our, our great, our great uh, friendship. Yeah. And let, uh, I've always wanted to share this with the world, and we get the opportunity, so... JG. Yes, mate. Carthage. Okay, so... Nutshell. Go. Uh, an amazing city that was established in 814 BCE. Uh, <coughs> Sorry, cough. It's all right, you can cough. Sorry, cough. <laughs> what can I say about the city that, that um, you know, really does it justice? I mean, it, it had... Everything that a modern city would would wish for, um, a grid system that that any city would envy. Um, modern amenities. Uh, every household, for example, had you know, a sewage system. It had um, you know the the luxuries of of um, a bath. It was. It was. You know? It wasn't beyond. It was an advanced city, and it wasn't a primitive city at all. You know, you know, people think tend to look back at the ancient world and they and they consider Rome as being the pinnacle of, of civilization. Believe me, at this time, uh, Carthage was much more advanced, and it had everything you would wish for in a city. It was wealthy. And it had an amazing trade network. Who established it? Okay. There was these people called the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians came from Lebanon. They arrived and the Phoenicians basically moved throughout the Mediterranean trying to set up trade networks. And the way they did that is they set up cities, ports, and one of them was Carthage. And Carthage became the most important city in the Western Mediterranean. Say what? Yo, that's what happened, man. That's true. So anyway, 
they were pretty cool. They did things that not many other civilizations could do. They had prefabrication. If they built a ship, and this is one of the things that was most important to Carthage. So, so prefab is when they just had cutouts of ships, like yep. ready to go. Yep, ready they had the plan that they were the IKEA they were the before IKEA. the IKEA. They were absolutely they were the IKEA of the ship world. So they would go, all right, holy like, shit! I need a ship. Uh, holy okay. ship, if you like. How many do you need? Three. All right, all right. We'll package them up. Here you go, your ships. All numbered. Here's In an position. Allen key. Here's not. Here's not enough pieces. Where yep. you go? Engine Allen key. <laughs> knock it together. Bang. There's your ship. Wow. Off you go, and you could trade with the next island. You're done. That's the advantage. That's that's how you know the advantage of a society when they have an IKEA. Damn straight. Yeah. They were better than IKEA. So IKEA is something you take home and you put in your house. This is like, I've got an IKEA ship. I can put on the sh- on the waters. I can trade with the next community. I can make some money. Boom. So they also explored. They did amazing voyages. There was a an amazing admiral or sailor called Hanno the Great. He he, he sailed down the uh, west coast of Africa. He saw things that no one in Europe had seen prior to his voyage. Things like gorillas. You know, they did cool things like that. We made a joke about gorillas in the last recording. Well, we won't be revisiting that. Oh, that's a shame, because... Okay. I hope. Anyway. Because they, they had sexy legs and tutus. But well, anyway. I, yeah. Seems... The moment's gone. The moment has gone. And I'm living in the past. You're living in the past. In the past. (laughs) I'm living in the past. You are living in the past. Anyway, so uh, Carthage, not only was it an advanced city, it was an amazingly beautiful city. It was something you could... Like, if you visited Rome in 700 BCE, you would have seen a settlement that was primitive. It was made of timber... Um, it was connected by stockades, and that was the big advancement for Rome. They were like, let's connect all these little settlements together. If you went to Carthage across the ocean, across across the Mediterranean Sea, sorry, ocean, wrong word, sea, you'll be met by a beautiful looking, t- a great looking town. Three centuries down the track, it was even more impressive. It had these amazingly large walls they were white, and it, it was an imposing sight. It was something else. Meanwhile, back in Rome, they're dealing with, I don't know. Um, sheep? Yeah, pretty much. Battles with sheep. Sheep have discovered swords of wood, and <laughs> villages of people are battling tribes of sheep. Something like that. There were tribes of sheep rolling yeah. over the hills. The rise of the sheep. The rise of the sheep. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean... They call it the wood battles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, I, okay, put things in perspective historically, okay. In 390 BC, uh, Rome was totally sacked and destroyed by a group of people called the Gauls. They came from the north. Could, is that where they had the ghoul? Is that where that comes from? You have the ghoul to... The Gaul? You have the Gaul to come here with your sheep... I can't back that up with, with any... your with your wooden swords. I can't back it up with any historical. Okay, uh, all right. I, I just wanted to check. I'm just saying there was a name. All right. So basically, another name, another name for Gaul, Gaul is Celts. So they wrecked you come this. here with your Celts. And they wrecked the place. They totally wrecked it, and the Romans had to rebuild the city, and it was a shambles. 
So shambles, shambles town versus. Where does shambles come from? It sounds very Irish. Hurry! I come to your town. It was all shambles. Well, it's interesting you should say that. So when Dickie back to the homeland, some would say that the Gauls and the and the Irish have in common. Anyway, so uh, Celts. Anyway, so they wrecked the place. Meanwhile, in Carthage, it was rocking. It was all happening. Yeah, Yeah, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Pretty much, it was all good. Big olive groves that were producing heaps of olive oil and olives. Olive drugs. It's all good. Yeah. Sniffing olive oil. So basically, moving down the track, um, unfortunately, Rome, being jealous of their neighbours across the uh, Mediterranean Sea, eventually came to conflict with them and they started fighting over Sicily. And that was the first Carthaginian Roman War, which is called the Punic War. First Punic War. There were three of them. And unfortunately, Carthage lost all three of them. And that was the end of their city. They started fighting with the Romans. The Romans are a bunch of assholes. They, they essentially have no reverse gear. When they go to war with someone, they basically don't stop until that people or city has <coughs> become. Excuse me. You're right, has become an ally, which is a bit of a, a bit of a stretch. It's Join more, or die. More of a vassal. You know, you do what I say. Vassal or Vastoge? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so basically, Carthage didn't do that. They just. They, they didn't do it. They didn't become a vassal. They just paid debt for, for starting a war mm. called an indemnity. Uh, I was hoping you'd say Nintendo. Nintendo? Called a Nintendo. Why would you say that? Because Nintendo, man. And then that's... That's random. And that's how the story ends. With Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm moving and on. Then I'm moving on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore my, my, my good friend who's a bit, bit sad at the moment because he lost the previous recording. So, um, yeah, so they had to pay these indemnities and they were terribly, terribly steep. Um, and, of course, the Carthaginians, they didn't want to pay this money because really they didn't think they had to. Anyway, the Second Punic War was pretty famous because it involved one of the most famous generals of all time called Hannibal Barker. His last name was Nintendo. And his name's not Nintendo. It was could Barker. Could have been. Could have been. Said. And he said. Barker. He did amazing things. He, Nintendo. He marched over the Alps with, with an army. Called Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Come on, we've got to keep it fresh for the new generation. I'm trying to tell a story. Because honestly, if you envisage... envisage I'll tell uh, you amazing things. Yeah, no, no. But can, can you imagine like, all these these bit... Uh, 8-bit armies looking like, you know, Mario Brothers marching behind him. How cool is the story then? No, it's not cool. Come on. It's lame. No, I, dis- I disagree. See, if you said the Romans are like Mario Brothers, yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah, okay, okay, all right, well, what, what does Hannibal have? He has, like, he had elephant. Sega version army, or...? I'm going to just carry on. Okay, so, basically, you, went over the Alps with a group, group you, of men you're and not, You're elephants. not a giver. You're not a giver. I'm, I'm not giving any more. Damn. Alps, Damn. elephants, men, horrible conditions, 
Um, really, really bad conditions. So they arrived in Italy. Attila ripped, was ripped like up the place. Not Attila. Hannibal was like the. He was like Superman. Mm, with a spear. I think you're just getting or carried away with yourself. No, no, but he's like, hey. I'll... You've had a few too many rums, a few too many No, 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 no. I'm, what I'm trying to point out is that yeah. he's a pretty important dude. We had a few tours. He was pretty cool. He was someone you didn't fuck with. That's true. You, you is know. before you attack yeah. me personally. That's, I wasn't attacking you. No, that is what the point I was trying to make. But I was trying to make a, a, a um, whatchamacall, a, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Right. Okay. So basically he invaded Italy and he ripped the place up. He With won. Pac-Man. Sorry? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Okay. Come on. You're loving this. <laughs> I'm trying to put some retro into it. Come on. Anyway. Why would you want to do that? All right. Sorry. You, you comments in the last uh, very funny yeah. okay, so basically he ripped the place up he, it's not funny anymore. he killed a lot of Romans and the Romans were very upset so they invaded North Africa to try and get back at him and it worked and he went back and got defeated how did he get defeated? it just battle went wrong just his battle plan wasn't the best and his opponent actually had a pretty good plan he'd learnt from him Romans learn from their enemies so he you know he thought okay I'll just smash him in the you know just smash him with grind him down and they're like all frogger on him they froggered around Froggy and they and, he and they was did. like hang on I wasn't expecting that shit it, they had a pretty cool plan actually they had these ele- you know the elephants like that the Carthaginians had yeah they just created these gaps in the line and the elephants just went straight down the lanes and they were like right well that's they're gone and then they just got stuck into the uh, the soldiers it was the classic uh, battle of Hoth a little bit like Hoth yeah, yeah. yeah by Strikes Back a bit, bit of Star Wars throw yeah. in there so uh, without the snow I'm trying to keep it fresh for the lay for the lay for the lay it a bit too dry a bit too dry there Chris I me mean, CM CM me is it a bit too dry What's am I dry? going too dry no no I was just just keeping it fresh alright so Hoth yep Totally. Yeah, you gotta throw some pop culture references. Throw in some there. pop in there. Anyway, keep, so keep everyone interested, you know. That so was Hannibal was kind of like a, um, Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. Am I over your head now? Yeah, you, you've, okay. you've gone somewhere. Right? He's like a, a Darth Vader. A little bit. He's like Darth. Is, is, is he like Darth Vader or is he more like a, like a real fucked up Obi Wan? <laughs> <laughs> Smell like Obi Wan. It's like, but like with a mission. It's like, fuck this. I got Obi Wan with elephants. <laughs> Obi Wan with it. Okay, so Obi Wan with elephants. Oh, no, sorry, with um, uh, what the fuck they're called? Um, from um, <laughs> Ewoks. Those big hairy Ewoks. Um, the hairy ones from. Uh, no, the big hairy Wookies. mammoth looking things. Banthers. Ban- Bantha. Uh, it's Banthas? Bantha, yeah, Bantha. Yeah, it's like it's like Obi Wan with Banthas. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Which were elephants essentially? Were dressed. They? Yeah, they were dressed like fucking. Are you, are you serious? Her- yeah, I'm dead set. Yeah, yeah. It's no. it's no. no it's no. 
Amazing. And do you know where that film was? Do you know where Star Wars Yes! Was? Tell us, sir! Star Wars, the original first film, was filmed in Tunisia, which is Carthage. where... Carthage! Carthage was Carthage. based. Yeah. So there and you do go. you know there's Full that circle. scene where um, a C-3PO walks past and those dinosaur bo- or dragon bones? Yeah, whatever they still are. Still there. Yeah. Still there. Is that right? Still there. Indeed. Yeah. Um... Okay, I'm, I'm going to just continue on with, with uh, the story of Carthage. Are we going to make connections to no, the... No, no, no. What do you mean, no, no? Because otherwise it would just it would just wash on for another hour and a half and then we won't, you know... Well, it's only been 25 minutes. It's so. all good, because I've got some stuff to talk about. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So anyway... My apologies. Uh, thank you. Thank J- you. So, JG. So my, basically my they lost the Second Punic War and then they went on to the Third One. They lost the Punic War. The Punic War. The pubic, you can call it Punic War if you want to. Uh, I like Pubic. But you were you were talking to me about Cato the Elder just before. When? Uh, what no, that was hours ago. Yeah, well, it was hours ago. But what what was he famous for? Please tell me, see him. Well, he had no pubic hair, apparently. He was completely bald. All over. But the thing was about Cato the Pubicless was that he actually said something. Yes. He says some words. Mm. Do you remember the words? Mm-hmm. You shall not pass. Or... <laughs> I can't... Pre- can you pronounce <laughs> it? Say it. Um, Ceterum. Oh, cut. Ceterum. Uh, is this what this is going to be now? You're like going to be all... Oh, uh, ter- uh, I'm just trying to tell you to say it properly. Ceterum. Right. I'll, I'll say it for you. Yeah, you can, can you just read it. No, I'm not going to. Just read it. I'm going to say basically. Re- Kato, oh, no, I'll, Kato, no, I'll say it. Kato would rap. Kitterum. There's no C. Curse it. Can you just read it? I'm going to say it. Kitterum. 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 Kinsero. That's why I said you should read it. Oh, this is how I'd say it. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Furthermore, I'm of the opinion that yes. Calvin should be you fucking said that. destroyed. Which no, in Latin no, but, basically no, no, translates say, to... Say the proper words, though. So okay, so the abbreviated version. Say, it sounds like, sounds like you can say it to like get laid or something. Let's say it. <laughs> Silence. Hey, baby. <laughs> so Cato was this, was this grumpy old man who fought in the Second Punic War, the, the Second War with Carthage against Hannibal. And he hated Carthage. He hated... Because Hannibal had killed a lot of Romans. So he basically would rant in the Roman Senate. Mm. And he would say, Delenda est Cartago. Which means... Where's, where's the Italian lung? Cartago. That's modern Italian. These are Latin hey. Romans. And they didn't speak. Hey, what the fuck? Cartago. Imagine... Hey. So you need, you need to... You need to just revamp your, your vision of Romans, okay? They didn't talk like that. Imagine there you go. Nazi- hey, yo, what the fuck? Imagine oh. Nazis. Oh, uh, okay. Imagine the strictness of a Nazi speech. Hey! What the fuck, Katato? <laughs> Not quite. Nein! As I said it, Delenda S. Katago. Done. Finished. By the way, Carthage should be destroyed. And that's. He would end it in every speech he had. Er- everything he did, like. Yep. Had a wank. He would say Take. it. He'd it's done, like, oh. and by the way... By the way... Fuck Carthage. Precisely. And... Yeah, he probably did that as he was masturbating. Like, fuck, fuck off! Fuck Carthage! <laughs> Ugh! 
Yes. Okay, breakfast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and fuck Carthage. And that's that's pretty much what he would do. So he eventually went over to, to Carthage to check out the city to see if it was suffering under the, you know, the indemnity they had to pay back to, to Rome for the Second Punic War. And he found the city was thriving. And he was uh, I think you find it's got the pubic war. All right, the pubic war. He was really upset, and he brought back a bunch of figs from the city, and he dropped them onto the floor of the Senate in very in a dramatic fashion. And he was like, oh, my goodness, look where these came from. They came from Carthage. So a struggling city wouldn't have beautiful And then he trees. fell upon the figs and took off his toga, wrapped <laughs> himself upon the figs, and he said, furthermore... Carthage should be destroyed as he ejaculated all over the pavement. No, I believe that's... I, I may have read... Anyway, it gets a bit sticky, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, the... Uh, <laughs> so basically, my handy. My handy. So, the, basically, the Romans decided, uh, right, that's it. Carthage has to go. They told them to no move. More figs. They told them to move the city. What? They said, Can you just move your city to the left? They said, you got to move. Can you take it. what you got? You got to go. About over there. Mm-hmm. It was like move inland, like, I don't know. But they must have known that's not going to happen. Well, exactly. There was, so, it, can you just... That was the Roman fashion. The they, they'd always make these outrageous demands on, this, on, on Carthage, and Carthage would just ignore it. And say, uh, uh, no. They're like emos. Could you just make it blacker? Make it blacker. Make it blacker. Can yeah. you just... Black. No? Okay, we'll do that. We'll set it on fire. And <laughs> it'll be black. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, anyway. Uh, after a bit of wrangling, a bit of arguing, the uh, the Carthaginians said, Blow me. And the Romans invaded. Can I just ask one question again? Yes, I might have missed the point. Where did the original Carth- Carthaginians come from? They came from what is now Lebanon. So they came, the Lebanese. Yep. And they travelled to Tunis. Mm-hmm. Built Carthage in Carthage. 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 And and then Rome went, Oi! Isn't that's a nice, pretty city? They came later, so they predated the Romans. Remember? Yeah, but the Romans eventually came over. And go, what, what's going on over here? And they say, hey, we got a city. Well, no, it was all because of Sicily. They both had, well, because... Oh, Carthaginians went, oh, what's over there? Oh, Sicily, that's a nice little island. They were already there. Oh. So they rocked up. They rocked up. They took over Sardinia and Corsica. Yeah, yeah, those islands on on the west of Italy. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And they had the western chunk of Sicily and the Romans were like okay um, and there were a bunch of Greek cities there as well it was, it was a real, real mix Greeks got around Greeks got around and the Greeks and the Carthaginians didn't get along and you know the Carthaginians were seen as outsiders so the Romans were like right that's it they've just got to go they got it you know and they took over they took over Sicily they took over Sardinia they took over Estonia uh, sorry uh, Corsica and eventually they just they just basically took all of the, the possessions that Carthage had. Yeah. And then eventually moved in on the city itself and tried to destroy them. But yeah, they came from came from Lebanon. They came from Phoenicia. 
and that's that's where if you look at DNA DNA testing that's been on has gone on by modern researchers regarding Phoenicians Lebanese people actually have a high percentage of actual Phoenician DNA yeah they're very flexible in the sunlight what what I've got a question yeah. why is it important to know about Carthage now what do we get now what do we learn what's the takeaway from Carthage Carthage was a mighty city before it's time yep yet got taken away before it feels like before it was really ready the shine shine by another empire that grew really quickly yeah, in comparison sure. why why is Carthage important now because of what they gave to society they gave to gave to a the the establishment which is of European well of culture so they gave the Greeks an, an alphabet and that alphabet was used by by the Romans later um they established things that were used by by Rome, for example. So agriculture. When the Romans eventually destroyed their city, they went to the to the library in Carthage, and what they did is they I mean they were they were destroying the whole place, but they took out the things they needed. They went to the library, took everything out of that library regarding agriculture, and then wrecked the place. They took the, the important things, and this is the, this is the stuff we don't we don't realize is that we've got a lot of thank we we have to thank Carthage for so many things, but we just don't realize what we're thanking them for. So what are, what are we thanking them for? So, for example, um, like I mentioned, um, the innovation of of you know, you know fabricating parts for shipbuilding. Um, so prefab. Yeah, they pre- they invented the IKEA. Well, okay, that. Yeah, you could say that. Or agricultural mass production. So, olive olive trees, okay? The Romans really took that to heart. They were like, okay, we can produce oil, olive oil, on a mass mass scale. And that was because of what they learnt from the Carthaginians. They took it from the library. Everything they... All, all of the agricultural... Section. So, Carthage was almost like the... Atlantis, but except a, real a mythical city, it was a real city. Yeah, and it was advanced as as advanced as a, 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 an ancient city could be. Sure. And Rome, as they do, mm-hmm. stole. Yeah. Because they stole from the Greeks. Might as well steal from. Car- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Carthi- Carthaginians. Carthaginians. Yeah. There you go. That's a word. They're just, yeah, they're just both of them. And it's um, interesting you say that. So they they wrecked two cities in the same year. So one forty six BCE, they destroyed oh, shit. Carthage. Labels, names. And they destroyed Corinth. Corinth. In Greece. Corinth. Uh, uh, it, it appears in the Bible. Cor- Corinthian. Yeah. yeah in Corinthians thirteen, it talks about love. Yeah. It's it's not a very good definition. I should add. Okay. Um, sorry for those who actually like the Bible and read. Um, it's like, oh, you know, love is this and this and that. 
It's, it's not really. It's like um, if you just re- if you don't mind, if you reach over to the Bible. Okay. That big black. The large black book. This one here. This no, a bit more, a bit more. Oh, Definitely. I got it. I got it. Bend over. I got it. I got don't fall over. That's it. This one. Yeah. Um, if if I if I may read you a passage. Oh, yeah, just let it fall. Let it fall. It's good. Books fall. <laughs> books come. Books go. Books fall. Um, this was a a, 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 a gift from a, a friend of mine. Right. He thought I would be a piece. Um, best book of the Bible, Revelations. Dragons and shit. Just do it. Go with it. Dragons and shit? Yeah, dragons and shit. I think you're making Great stuff things. up now. No, no. That's all good. What about the book of Judges? I reckon that's pretty impressive. Uh, you know? Let's if, wipe out. If I out speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy, and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and if I have a faith that I can move mountains but have not love I have nothing if I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames I have not love I gain nothing so this is some good stuff here like it says like love is patient and kind Blah. No, no shit um, it doesn't envy. It is. It, it's not proud and all this shit. Um, it, there's there's some interesting stuff, but then it's it's all sort of contained within this idea of you know, um, having to be, in a particular way. Love isn't necessarily, uh, a formula. It's right. an expression. And that's why we have certain loves in certain different ways. You know, love why you love your mum, why you love your dad. And that was specifically from the Corinthians, right? No, Corinthians defines a, a form of love. Doesn't define love. And, right. it, and it's a nice way. It says, you know, you shouldn't be jealous. You shouldn't be um, horrible. Okay. You should, you should always try to be um, a good person and mature. But, you know, that's... You know, everyone, that's what you do when you're an adult. It's what you do. You, you're not, basically, don't be a cunt, is what it's saying. Well, let's, let's put things in don't perspective. Don't be a cunt. Let's put things in perspective. So, that would have been written in, you know, probably the first century, obviously. Well, as we may have ascertained, who knows. But I'm we have to, we have to believe certain things for it to happen. All right, yes. so so Corinth or suppose it to be Carthage were rebuilt after the event. So that you know that's just you know this is Roman propaganda. Probably. Probably. They did they do good propaganda. Propaganda. So okay, so any more questions about Carthage? Um. What does Carthage say about love? Probably what most people would say about love. Listen to you, woman. Uh, women. <laughs> Destroy the women. <laughs> no. I would say listen to you, woman. Oh, hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking of... Odin. I'm just saying, like, you know, listen listen to uh, your, your wife and... Or girlfriend. And don't or, or, or husband or... Boyfriend. Whichever way you're looking at it. How, no, however you 
y- your love. Yeah, However, your love is a good love. Indeed. Be oh, love, the love the way you love. Oh, religion. Let's talk about religion. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So you've already mentioned. I got the Bible in my hand. What, yeah. what do you want to talk about? No, we need to talk. How about, many? We need to talk about Phoenician the, religion. The tenth commandment in this, or what? We need to get that book yes. and uh, and sodomize it. Put it toward. Put it underneath the, the couch. And set it on fire. Or? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. It was a gift, motherfucker. Hey, ask me some questions about Carthaginian religion. I was. I, I did. I, I was asking the important questions like, how did they have sex? No, you didn't. I just, did, just then. Up. I just did. It's like I wrote it down. How did they have sex? Mm, they were versatile lovers involved. What do you mean? Everyone got involved. Anyway. It's a big orgy? Or yeah. orgies? Well, it was, or, it was orgy See, city. Orgy city, city is what you're saying. Listen, they... They took on many different aspects. Can I of, remind oh, you this has been recorded for evidence? Absolutely. Hel- Hellenic culture. Okay, so Greek yeah. culture was truly influenced Carthaginian culture. So they would have thought, yeah, why not? You be. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Legs, legs and Ask arms. Ask me about religion. Do it. Um, so can you tell us more about the sex? No. We've done that. How was the anal sex? Done. How deep did the anal sex? Done. Were there hamsters involved? No. What about other creatures? There's <laughs> a possibility. What is a dildo? How does that... <laughs> <laughs> you want to direct me! I'm going to tell, tell them about... Because you mentioned... Yes. Today we're talking about interesting news... Me. Child sacrifice. Me. Oh, oh well. Okay. Oh, that's such a waste, isn't it? Because no, no. We asked about religion now in respect to Carthage. Okay, so there was uh, in the previous recording we were talking about um, which which religion was it? Was it? it was in Peru. It was Peruvian, Peru. it was it was Peruvian culture. Peruvian. And just recently found a mass grave that in, that included one hundred and thirty. One hundred and ish uh, children. One hundred thirty four. Children yeah, between children. the ages of... Yeah, remains of 100 oh, children. I'll tell you in a sec. Um, 140 children between Sorry. the ages of uh, 5 and 12. Wow. Um, mostly between the ages 8 and 12. As well as 200 llamas. Yeah, okay. With, so with clearly their chests open up and their hearts removed. Juvenile llamas, correct? Young, young yeah, llamas. Yeah. yeah. So, it's interesting you mention that because, okay, that that's quite a... Uh, devastating find Carthaginian religion what can I say there are elements and evidence that suggests that something similar may have happened in ancient Carthage Um, the Romans of course they, they love the idea that, you know, the Carthaginians did this because it, it, it gave them a green light to destroy the place. I personally think that the Carthaginians may have engaged in some child sacrifice, uh, specifically when things were really, really bad. The... <laughs> The Romans, of course, would have said, okay, they did it every weekend. Um, there is a famous cemetery, if you go to ancient Carthage, 
in Tunis today, you will find a place called the Tofet, and that would suggest that this was a normal occurrence. But if you go to other Carthaginian settlements, or Phoenician settlements, you will find that Tofets are very different to the one in Carthage city. Uh, Tofets generally resemble a cemetery. And it's not so much a place of sacrifice, but it may be just a place of, of, of rest. Yeah. And touching yourself and... Uh, Shut up. Nothing else. So, basically... Which um, Yeah, the, there, is, there is an element of suspicion, but I don't think it's as great as what the car as what the Romans would suggest happen in Carthage. Anyway, we're and last question. Yeah, please. Um, the technology from Carthaginian culture. Okay. Where do we see it today? Where do we see it today? Yeah. Navigation, things like that. You know, like, anything to do with ships. Like that way. Yeah, towards the ocean. Towards the sea. Mm. Yep. Um, pointing. Are you pointing towards the sea? You can do it. You are indeed. Sure. So, I I truly believe that that navigation today um, we have a lot to th to thank the Carthaginians for because they were the great seafarers of the ancient world. They were great seafarers. 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 Oh, All right. Last question. That was it. Okay. Well, they, I mean, well, other, thi other things as well. I mean, you know, like you know, street plans, you know, planning a city properly, uh, developing a city, like all of these things. You know, the Carthaginians did, um, and yeah, technology regarding agriculture. All right. I guess the most important question is what you take away. What, no, no. Why are you so passionate about Carthage? Because uh, I think it it suffered a. a smear campaign by you know, Western historians or you know, lovers of Rome for so long that I think it deserves a fresh look. It's, it's a bit dismissed as uh, an aftermath of the Roman Empire. It's not really expressed mm. as its essential self as being a, a, a forebear. To, to Rome. Well, they were the opponent, you know, one of the opponents of Rome, so they get all the bad press. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, there was this amazing, you know, enemy of Rome, a noble enemy, and they were destroyed. That's about it. And if you ever, if you dig deeper, you go, well, the Romans will instantly give you this information, or this evidence that they were just, you know, child sacrificing barbarians who should be destroyed. Anyway, that's my point of view. Last thoughts? Carthage? If you had last words to share. Yeah. If you were hanging, if someone was going to string you up and hang you, mm -hmm. and they said, this is your last chance to say at least a sentence about Carthage before you die, you'd say what? I would say, look deeper. Suck my cock. Something like that. Carthage. Don't, don't accept... Don't accept the Roman view. Uh, look at why the Barkers waged war on Rome. No, no, you're going too long. They, they would have hung you by there. Okay. <laughs> you're like, 
Oh, I've got a paragraph. No, you got a sentence. Boom. I would just say Hannibal. Three words. Hannibal, why? Hannibal, why? Alright. Alright, we're going to move on before we lose the episode. Go. Okay. Um, this day in history. Yes, mate. Well, Pope John Paul II becomes the first pontiff. Indeed. To visit the communist country. Of Poland. Of Poland. Uh, Queen Elizabeth in 1967. Oh, yep. no, in uh, 1953, is crowned. Yes, that's right. They put a crown on her head. Yep. Coronation Day. Yep. Uh, in 1946, Italy becomes a uh, parliamentary republic. 1846, perhaps. No, 1946. 1946. 1946. Oh, indeed. Yes. I thought you would... Because you, you mentioned before about uh, Giuseppe Garibaldi. And in 1847, Felix Min... Emmanuel. No, Mendelezovsons. Mendelezovsons. Anyway, the guy who invented the wedding march is used at the wedding for the first time. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, really? Dun, dun, dun. Where's a bit about Garibaldi? Read that shit. Where's a bit about Garibaldi? No, read it. Read I it. Read it. it. Felix. Whatever. Mendelezovsons. Mendelezovsons. You mentioned Garibaldi before. Where? Where's Garibaldi? Who's Garibaldi? I don't know what you're talking about. You were like, yeah, you were. You... Oh, it becomes a. No, I, told, I said that. I said that a bit. I told uh, already. What the you and the um, Beno Osnog. Beno Beno Osnog was killed in 1967. No, no, Italy, 1860s. Steve War was born on this day. Indeed. 1965, as well was his twin brother. Continue, go on. Um, Manny Ratman, do you know him? Telling director, producer, screenwriter? Me neither, it's fine. Uh, in 1857, Edward Elgar... Elgar! ...was born. Indeed. In 1740, Marquis... Desart. There we go. What about Garibaldi, come on? We talked about him before. It's not here, dude. Who died... Today, Mantaway, Young Pingo. Indeed. Yothi Indy fan. We both talked about before. We both saw him at the same concert, which is five years ago. Very sad. Good man. Yep. Yeah. When did uh, we see him? What year? Um, two thousand. Two thousand. Indeed. We were both there at the same same uh, concert, down, same festival. Big down. Uh, Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley, amazing, amazing blues uh, rock guitarist. What can I say? When did he die? Yeah, 2008. Damn. Andres Segovia. Segovia. 1987. That's a shame. And uh, Giuseppe... Garibaldi. Garibaldi died. Is this the one that you've been banging yeah. on about? That you couldn't wait for? Yeah. 1882, he yeah. died. This state. Indeed. So he was responsible for the unification of Italy... Anyway, doesn't matter. You okay. don't care. No. Oh, I don't mind. I always care. You're just sad because we lost the last recording. I okay. Am. So, anything else, mate? Well, we do have the quote of the day before we wrap up. Would you mind giving us the quote, please? Indeed. Indeed. 
but I've already said it. In the last recording. Oh, we said it just before. No, I said it again. Fuck it. Okay. Caterum, Canseo, Cartaginium, Esse, Delindum. Which is. And furthermore, Carthage must be destroyed. Who said? And who said it? Cato the Elder. Cato the Elder. Grumpy man. Lots of figs. You were talking about him before. Well, you know, you shouldn't be grumpy if you're eating lots of figs. That should keep you healthy and regular. Anyway, look, this is the second attempt. The inferior attempt, but it's the best we could do. Indeed, indeed. Lacking the fire of the first, I must say. There was so much. There was so much. It was packed. Action-packed. It was. Um, But... I'm glad you were prepared to do a second one. So thank you, thank mate. You. Thank you, thank you. Well, that, as they say, is... History. And I've been joined by our residential historian and master, my brain trust of the rum recordings, if I may, the rummers, Mr. John J.G. Wood. Thank you, C.M. Morrison. And I've been your curator... And if you don't know history, you don't know shit. Thank you very much. Thank you, and good night. Good night.